Hello and welcome to the Vassals of Kingsgrave. We are back this time around for a, another short video game discussion. This time we'll be discussing the latest game from From Software, one of the biggest releases of 2022, Elden Ring. My name is Zach, also known as Alias, on various places of the internet, and joining me we have... And I am Matt. Just Matt. Just Matt. Thank you very much, Matt, for joining me for this. I just wanted to have a quick discussion about this game, because it's obviously a very big video game this year. Maybe one of the only big video games this year, depending on how things go for the rest of <laughs> 2022. Like, we don't... I don't know. Like, I was looking at the, the release slate for the rest of the year, and I guess we may have some stuff, but it's still pretty up in the air, and it looks kind of bleak right now for that. Yeah, it's, re- it's really, really dependent on God of War there. Yeah. <laughs> God of War would be very big, and Starfield, I guess, from Bethesda would be the big stuff. I can't see anything else really, though. Like, right? Yeah, I doubt. Yeah, I, I doubt Hollow Knight's coming this year. I doubt it too, unfortunately. Yeah, that would be nice if it did, though. Um, yeah, so let's go ahead and jump into Elden Ring and talk about various aspects of it. I think just to start, of course, like, what was your general impression of the game? after playing through it, um, and how does it kind of compare for you to the other games that From Software has released? Yeah, I mean, I I think it's pretty obvious that I would I would love this game. Um, I mean, it's it's probably at the top. It would be, for me personally, it would be between uh-huh. this and, and Sekiro. Um, and those two have, like, distinct enough qualities to them that yeah. it can be harder to, to compare. Um, but I would say, you know, it's definitely, I would definitely put it above the other, the other Dark Souls games. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit weird in that, in my rankings for that and preferences where, you know, I would go like Ellen Ring and Sekiro and then down to, I really like Dark Souls 3 a lot. Um, just, it's my particular style of game. Um, and you know, and then there's the, uh, the original Dark Souls and Bloodborne, I, you know, they're both good. I don't have much of a distinction between them. And then, you know, way at the bottom is Dark Souls 2. <laughs> gotcha. Cool. I, I really loved Elden Ring as well. It was it was a fantastic experience. And it was easily, like, for a first playthrough, the, the largest and most enriching experience that I've had with one of these games. I think I put it almost 100 hours into my first playthrough. And it's not yeah, the kind exactly. of thing where, like, I was, like, I felt like I was, like, mightily struggling with the exception of one boss, which we'll talk about. <laughs> um where I was like mightily struggling and had to like do bosses over and over and all that, but it was just so big, so vast, and there were so many things I wanted to do in the game that I don't usually do in uh, in other uh, from software games. Like I don't usually like go, especially on the first playthrough. I don't like seek out NPC quest lines. I don't seek out like all the hidden areas, all the hidden storylines, and all this stuff. But it was such a uh, first of all, like it was such a part of what this game was about to me, like. The exploration, the finding of the the hidden things, the finding of like storylines and characters and how it all connects. Like it was just so much more intriguing to me in this game compared to everything else that they've released. That it was just so much fun to learn about the lore and all these characters again and how they connect together. Like it was it was truly like for me, like completely on a different level than everything else they've made. Like I've never cared about the lore nearly as much as this like it, i just think they completely leveled up on their world building on their storytelling and all that stuff which was really exciting like the way that that's married to the exploration element which we'll talk about 
is so good and it's so rewarding to find things that are not on the beaten path necessarily. Um, but yeah, that that's really what made it stand out for me. I will say as we get into the discussion, there are certain things about it that I didn't like as much as some of the other games. Um, and I think especially comparing it to Sekiro, like you were talking about, is interesting because to me, like there are such different games and what they excel at. Mm-hmm. Elden Ring and Sekiro, and it's so interesting because those are obviously the last two games they released. And it, it just seems like they went in two completely different directions with what they wanted to do with them. And both are really good, but they're just so different. So that that is a very fun thing to compare. Yeah, and I'm, I'm 100% with you on like the lore aspect. Yeah, I was uh, I was much more interested in this particular storyline and characters and all these you know relative like demigods you know with comparison to the other games and i am annoyed at how slow vati is in releasing stuff <laughs> yeah he just released his as we're, yeah. as we're recording this he just released his first like proper lore video on it and he kind of breaks down things in in um in uh just kind of like overall broad terms um, but yeah, I, I want so much more too. Like, I, you know, like I'll, I'll give a little spoiler here. Like, there's a guy in this game, and we'll probably get into more spoilery talk later. Just fair warning to folks uh, if you're not looking for that. Um, but like, there's a guy in Elden Ring, the Beast clergyman, where he wants you to feed him this thing called Death Root, and every time you do, uh, he's like, "More, bring me more." And when I watched that Vati video, I was like, "More, give me more." <laughs> because <laughs> that's how into the lore i am like I, I even watched like a bunch of other channels for that stuff and just like even myself like i've never read this many item descriptions and yeah. just like tried to connect the pieces like this like i just have never cared this much about it and i don't know yeah. like just everything about it just is so much more so much more cool to me like just everything oh yeah 100 percent. especially just because like one of the more open-ended things is is like America's storyline and like, you know, and he didn't, he didn't go in, in too much depth about it for like this video. And that that's one where it's just, um, you know, I don't fully, I don't fully get it yet. And I would like to. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't even seem like it can be like solved necessarily. There is a lot of open-ended questions and just things that we can only theorize on. Like I'm really interested in your, uh, in your uh, quote unquote maiden uh, in this game, Melina, like, there's so much more I feel like to her than we actually mm. got to see. So I, I either like just by digging deeper into the lore, or even maybe even getting more content down the line. I would love that for that character. Also, Mikola, the very mysterious Mikola. Um, yeah, that. I mean, if they, I was going to mention this later, but yeah, if they if they do DLC, like it, yeah. it has to be him. Yeah, um, I, he I like think... he has to be the final boss of that. Like, no questions. That's definitely something that I think the community is really curious about. And yeah, we can talk more about DLC and what that might look like in a little bit. But yeah, let's um, let's go ahead and like look at some like different aspects of the game and what we thought about them. Um, I think it makes sense, of course, to start with um, just the pure gameplay experience of Elden Ring, just the um, the moment to moment combat um, and the builds um, and the weapons and all this kind of stuff. Um, what did you think of this aspect of the game? Yeah, I mean, I think I don't know. I don't know if I'm correct on this, but it just it, it felt like that there was a lot more variety and options available in in terms of builds. Um, I've always been a strength boy in these games. Like I typically do great shield, great short, great sword combos. 
Um, I just I like to be able to like take take hits um, in these type of games rather than you know getting half health chunked in one shot. Uh, sure. Especially versus the the major bosses. Um, so, but like I mean, I'm doing I'm doing you know an NG plus. Uh, playthrough right now you know mainly just because like there i feel like there are just so many interesting options yeah. in terms of of weapons and and builds to do that you know i would like to i would like to explore more of that um just because you know so I, I typically typically do strength i like to supplement it with with faith when i can i, I felt uh i feel hybrid builds are much more easily accessible and worth it in this particular um game than perhaps in the past and so uh, along with that, you know, I found I found the, the golden halberd, you know, pretty early. And that and that was pretty much the perfect weapon for what I was going for. So yeah. like that, that's pretty much what I used throughout the whole game. Like, <laughs> doesn't matter to me that most of the end game bosses are resistant to holy. I still fucking used it <laughs> and, and beat them. Yeah. Um, and and so, yeah, I didn't really I didn't really experiment much at all. Like, you know, I got, I, they give you a basic greatsword that you can find early in the game. I used that until I found the halberd and, and leveled myself up enough for it. And, and that was pretty much that. Um, but yeah, I mean, now now I'm doing a second run doing uh, some Moonlight Greatsword stuff um, with that, nice. along with Snow Witch, Cold, cold Aspects, just doing Ronnie's stuff. Um, so yeah, so I, I, you know, I like just the general variability in that. Um, I obviously really enjoyed having the the shield counters in this game, um, as that's that's a, a play style I would use use a lot. Um, I mean, I was I was two handing stuff for a lot of the time in this game, which is something I've I've not done a lot in the past. Um, and yeah, and obviously you know the the combat is is fast enough. You know, it's it's gotten that way. It's, it's why I like Dark Souls Three more than the others is just because yeah. that game is is smoother and more polished and in terms of, of combat, especially in, in pace and, and quickness, where the, the early games of Dark Souls are so slow in that. Um, and this, this was just more of that that I, that I really enjoyed. Yeah, I think uh, really the, the variety of builds is, is kind of stunning to me, like just the amount of weapons and, of course, the, the, the introduction and expansion, I guess, with the Ash of War system. It's really an expansion of the uh, yeah. weapon art system from Dark Souls 3. Um, but it's, it's crazy the fact that with basic weapons, you can switch out the Ash and, uh, and of course, like switch the scaling of the weapon. It just gives you so much flexibility of the kind of build you're going to go with. Um, you can just have so many different of these Ash of War, which are like little abilities tied to the weapon, um, and a bunch of all these different weapons. So there's so many options on that front, but there's also so many legendary armaments too with unique Ash of Wars to find, and they're all really cool. Like, I, mm-hmm. I think uh, for the most part, I'm also a strength guy. Uh, and in my first playthrough, I stuck to like lots of big great swords and that kind of stuff, but... I was really compelled in a way that I've never been before to respec in the middle of a playthrough and try different stuff because there's just so much stuff. And like there are things to me that were suitable more for different parts of the game. And I wanted to do that. So like I used I probably used like five or six different weapons on this mm-hmm. one playthrough that I've done, which is not something I've ever done before. And I think the game also really invites you to do that with the way that you can pretty easily respec once you unlock that system uh, yeah. at some point in the game. 
so th- so it's really good for that um for sure and i'm excited to try more stuff like i've never even done a shield anything so i'm excited to try the guard counter i'm excited to try a bunch of the magics like i mostly only used incantations the holy magic uh mm-hmm. so far so i'm excited to try that the the uh, glintstone magic and the gravity magic and all these other ones the beast magic like there's so much stuff in there that i i really want to try out um and i think the only question with that is like a potential unintended consequence of the fact that it's such a huge game is that it's a little more daunting to start a new game file yeah 100 um, percent than it than it's ever been like that's honestly been how i usually approach replaying uh dark souls games is like i always start on new game with a build in mind and i go and put it together but that's a lot harder to do in this game just because it's so big like it's a lot harder to learn the map and learn where all the things are and all that stuff and it's a little daunting to like go find all the graces again and to unlock all the map <laughs> locations and all this stuff so it's it's more of a game where i can see myself being new game plus oriented um and just doing it that way, which is not something I've ever done before, but it's kind of it's kind of just feels better for this game. But I would say in general, it's it is a little harder to uh, to go and 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 replay it compared to the others. Yeah, no, that is kind of what I mean. There, yeah, there are two there are two reasons why I'm doing new game plus. Number one, because I want to do Moonlight Greatsword, you get that weapon way too late into the game to, to do a, a new game for it. Um, and yeah, then number two, like it's it's just like quicker. Um, and like, and I can start with just like using the sorceries I was particularly interested in, um, may, you know, namely like the cold sorceries, especially like, you know, Ronnie's, uh, giant moon thing, um, which, yeah, which requires you to be <laughs> pretty much, you know, at the end game, you, you need fucking like 70 intelligence to use this stuff. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, that, that's one thing. And then, yeah, like just the, the time. Cause yeah, if you start a new game, like, like trying to do that, it's a, it's a hundred hours, man. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you know, even if you skip some stuff, like, you know, you still need to level up, you know, a decent, you know, a decent amount to be able to, to get through the, the harder ends of this game. Um, so, so yeah, that, that is one thing where I'm, I am hesitant to, to do like a, a, an entire new game all over again, just because you know, I got other things. I want to play here too. You know, sure. I still have Demon Souls to play, like that, yeah. <laughs> that I haven't finished, <laughs> um, and other stuff like that. Um, so yeah, so yeah, I'm kind of just you know doing some. I'll probably do one more new game plus after this because just you know I, for the trophies, I just gotta get the the two other endings here to to do that. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, like I will probably do at least in like the near future one more new game playthrough and. My focus for that will be to be even more thorough in the exploration and even more thorough with the NPC quest lines and try to hit everything in a single playthrough. Um, and I will probably use help to get me there because like, it's just kind of impossible to see everything without a little bit of guidance outside the game. So like, now that I've played it once, I'll probably do that and just try to like find everything I can. Um, and every storyline because there's so much stuff i missed like i felt like i i got a lot of stuff like i saw a lot of cool storylines resolve but there's still so much like it's crazy like there's so many characters out there and places you can go and things that can branch out so i want to uh experience all that on a new game save otherwise though i think i'll stick to new game plus for trying new builds and all that stuff yeah no i mean i i played the, the game mostly blind up until up until about godric 
Um, and and, and then, you know, within that to get strong enough to be Godric, I'd done most of the, the Southern Peninsula. But yeah, yeah. Pretty much after, pretty much after that, I just started looking stuff up just to see what I missed and all that. And like, I could tell this was going to be a giant game and I wasn't about to, you know, <laughs> I wasn't about to just go through it all again, you know, because I missed a few quest lines. So I pretty much, I pretty much did like everything on, on the, on the first playthrough, you know, when I started looking stuff up, stuff yeah. up with various quest lines. Um, what were some of your favorite boss fights as we get to kind of more spoiler discussion? What were some of your favorite boss fights in the game? Interesting. I do. So I do like, uh, you know, I, uh, what's it? Sean Freud, it might not be the right word, but I do like with a bunch of new players coming into this and then the game just directly puts you on a path to get your ass stomped by Margit. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and then later Godric, I find that hilarious and, and a great introduction. Um, so that you'd like those, those are fun in terms of, you know, similar to kind of how Genichiro was in, in Sekiro. Yeah. Um, so th- those are fun in that, in that specific, um, purpose that they serve. But I, I mean, it, like e- even the more, even the less one-on-one, like, get good fights that have such an awesome cinematic quality to them. Uh, I would probably, you know, the, just the, the final landscape you get when, when fighting Renala against the backdrop of the moon is awesome, even though yeah. she's not very, she's not very hard. Um, the, the gimmick boss of, of, of gimmick boss of right card is probably the best way you can do that with, with a weapon. Um, that's probably like the be- you know, the best yeah, storm roller kind of thing. Right, yeah. Exactly. I agree with that. No. Um I but yeah, I would, I would say but <laughs> Radon is probably my favorite in terms yeah. of cinematic, just making a raid boss out of it. You got yeah, you know, with Blyde and Alexander in there. Like I I found that that was that was fucking awesome. <laughs> um uh, so yeah, I really enjoyed that and then you know like all and then the just the the step up late game bosses, I do, I do find pretty cool, you know, with, with minor, you know, exceptions for, for each of them. They have some annoying characteristics, but just the, the, the quality of, of like the final, the dragon fight with that arena is awesome. Um, the, the final fight with the, the Elden beast when he goes up into the air is, is ridiculous. Um, with that visual and, and the music behind it. Um, Malekith would be would be awesome if that stupid thing didn't steal your health, <laughs> and <laughs> and Melania would similarly be awesome if that yeah. heal wasn't so obnoxious. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, I really like Margit as well, and I think it's it, first of all like it's just a really good fight, but it's also interesting like you compared it to Kanichiro, like it does kind of teach you a, a lesson, but it's sort of a different lesson if you happen to like go there really early. Uh, to yeah. storm stormvale like it's a lesson that like you need to actually go explore a bit probably if you went there and you just got your ass yeah. handed to you by him like you need to go and learn the game more and to find more things and of course get stronger like it's uh it's definitely kind of teaching you that and you know, that fight is great and i also like the uh, upgraded version more got mm-hmm. of him like it's just a really fun like style of fight for this kind of game like i really had a lot of joy from that one yeah. also really liked radon like just like you say like an incredible set piece just truly amazing when he flies up in the air. You're the like, fucking what meteor is so <laughs> dope. <laughs> it's like the most fun thing to watch people react to for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> you come flying down and hit you. It's really great. Yeah. Um, I also really liked. Um, I really liked the uh, Radagon fight just from like 
just like it's such a the aesthetic of this game like from that first trailer we got to see that and just to see him fighting with that hammer it's just so cool um there are annoying aspects of it uh for sure like the avoidance of some of the attacks is very strange um and yeah, i think yeah. that this is the kind of the the sticking point with the game is like for me like i for especially for the end game and we can talk about it with Melania as well like i just did not enjoy those fights as much from a boss design standpoint uh, as like Dark Souls 3, I would say, like I think Dark Souls 3 has really amazing boss fights. Although I will say, I will add the caveat that a lot of them occur in the DLCs. So like there's yeah, still uh, room the, to get there. The two best, the two best fights from from three are are Gale and Freed. I would agree with that. Um, so, so yeah, I think overall, like I was a little disappointed in the boss quality, and I think one of the reasons for that is that is how kind of the game is balanced around spirit ashes. And just, like, all these tools you have available to you that are great. Like, it's great to have more tools and more variety of what you can do. But if you want to go in one-on-one and just, like, do the the main, like, just, like, one-on-one combat thing. Like, it just doesn't quite get there for me uh, in a lot of the fights. Like, they just don't feel quite as good. I mean, when you compare it to Sekiro, it's no contest, right? But that's well, it's yeah. not it's not really a fair, fair comparison. Because Sekiro, that's the entire purpose of that game. Like, it's entirely about one-on-one sword combat. Everything about it is designed for that. And it because it's so focused and specific about what you can do, and it doesn't give you variety, right? Like, that's the thing it doesn't offer. It can do that. Um, but this game, it's much more about the variety, the, the options, and, like, they just can't have as tightly balanced bosses for that reason because, like, mm-hmm. it just wouldn't work with all the stuff that you have available to you. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. I, I mean, I... Number one, I've never, I've never had problems like issues using summons in the in these games before i do it all the time um with just the the normal npc things obviously i don't i don't play online um and and frankly i've i I tend to enjoy using them um especially for like story purposes yeah Um, yeah, absolutely you know like yeah like like onion onion bro is always always a fun thing um and so i kind of did that similar similar in in this one where um you know i use i use latena for for most of the game um, and I also, I also liked her, her unique quality and that, you know, she can't move, um, right. but it's just like artillery support and that, you know, then blended into my strength in your face, take hit style and have her supporting me with, with suppressing fire at, at the back. So I really found that enjoyable. Um, and, and, I, and maybe I'll do it here as I'm doing the, the second playthrough, you know, I'd be more, more inclined to go one-on-one um mostly towards the end fights it was mainly it's just the point where it's like you know i'm 100 100 110 120 hours in these games <laughs> at this at this point i don't feel like you know spending two hours on each of these final boss fights <laughs> so i like you know i would go into them i would start with like latena it's like oh nope that didn't you know i died there all right we'll, we'll, we'll upgrade it to like something else like you know like the page or, or something you know use that one. Oh, nope still getting my ass kicked a little bit all right fine fuck it mimic mimic tier <laughs> it's tough guess what you're, you're dead two three tries yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. i definitely did that just for like expediency at the end you know so i could just do the bosses within about like five tries and not spend yeah. multiple hours on all of them um but yeah, well, maybe I'll I'll do it here. I, the only one, I mean, yes, like Mal Malekith kind of gets is kind of annoying with that that life steal um, bit. 
Um, but like, but his dodging his attacks is fun. It's similar. His, he has attacks similar to, to Gale, um, like which is cool. Yeah, the the main the main one is is Melania, where like yes. just the the aspects of that fight really really push you to just cheese the shit out of it. <laughs> frankly, um, just be just because of that 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 heal with with taking out you know certain. Um, certain play styles and and the obvious the obvious one attack which you yes. can dodge but like you have you have to be far enough away when you start to run away yeah. and then you have to uncourt you have to unclock the lock in about halfway through you know midway through the second dodge and then you know be completely unclocked for the third dodge and it's just like come on man <laughs> yeah and no, that, that that okay i have a couple of sticking points so one is is that like first of all like i didn't really mind the healing aspect of millennia it definitely makes it vastly harder and like yeah. I, it makes it like you really have to learn the dodges and all this stuff which i actually didn't mind but right the the waterfowl dance the big attack that you're referring to is just like it just makes the fight not fun to me like the fact that you need to kind of bait it out you need to wait and hold back and like not be completely committed to her and and be prepared to like dodge it at all times because it can happen at least in my experience it can happen at any moment like she can just suddenly decide okay i'm gonna do this and it it just it's just too hard to consistently dodge at least for me like i I can do it but it just sucks like it's just not fun to lose a whole run to just like this one attack because if you if you mess up you will die like you're just done so right yeah uh, I'm both say it does. It mostly happens after you stagger her. Basically, as soon as you stagger her, like get a few hits in and then fucking run. Yeah, <laughs> um, it, yeah it's when it mostly happens. Um, but yeah, that is that is annoying. I, honestly, it's it's mainly it's mainly the fact that you have to unlock on to her like midway through the attack that really bugs me because otherwise you end up like you start rolling away from her and then the lock on follows and tracks her and like you your roll literally changes in midair like where you just go yeah. from rolling away from her to rolling back into her and that's just dumb like that's just, that that's a you know that's a game mechanics thing where you know you're just you're the difficulty is because like of a flaw in the in the game rather than your skill level yeah, I just I, like I'm not trying to complain that it's like too hard. It's just not. It just doesn't feel satisfying. Like to 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 overcome the challenge, it feels like I don't know. It just feels like okay, I had to like come up with a solution. And again, like that's part of the experience of Elden Ring and part of the experience of Dark Souls is coming up with interesting kind of like builds and solutions to problems. But like I just didn't have a great time there. Like I didn't feel <laughs> satisfied after I overcame it. And maybe I will have a better time in successive playthroughs um we'll see but yeah like that i just i don't know like for such a cool fight and again like the process of delving into the hallig tree and finding the hallig tree in the first place um and uncovering the lore there and also doing millicent's quest line especially doing millicent's quest line given the fact that i also delved below lendil and found the three fingers and was cursed by them and had to find a way to be uncursed oh by them. wow yeah the, the connections of those two storylines and the satisfaction of that and of course also finding the dragon lord because that's the last piece of the puzzle there to cleanse yourself of the uh the three yeah. fingers brand like the the combination of all that was such a satisfying storyline like it was so cool to find this hidden secret like down below the world like a bunch of these hidden secrets um like that aspect of the exploration was so cool but the actual boss fight, I was like, not quite what I wanted. Um, yeah, I'm actually, I'm really, I'm, I'm pretty annoyed that you can't summon Millicent for the fight. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I, I just feel like that would have been, um, 
you know, it, it, it creates an odd challenge with balancing the fight, but, but I still think that would be better for, from like a lore perspective. Yeah. And of course um, it'd be optional too. So like, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I would still like, I, I would probably still put her, you know, put Melania, I mean, just for like the, the, the design alone. And obviously I, I'm always like the cutscenes are always used so sparsely that pretty much you know everyone I'm just like yes get cutscene let's go yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is dope like I would still probably you know put her put her in like the top ten of of like bosses throughout the games but yeah like I would probably sit her around six or seven like right around where like Maria would be that's fair um, rather than at the top. My only other specific comment about boss structure and design is that I do wish that Radigan had been more of a fight. Like it, like the actual Radigan aspect of that two-part fight at the end had been uh, more. Because I really liked it. I do think there's some issues with it too. But like I just wanted him to be more beefed up as the final boss. And maybe do a thing like Bloodborne where like you can fight the Elden Beast. But only if you do some aspect of the story. And like that will gotcha. be like an added fight after. Like I just think that's a better structure. Because like because of the way it is now, you can't, the Radigan fight can't be too much because it's just too much of a fight, like having to do both. If it's yeah. not, like a, uh, if it's not like a checkpoint between them, like you can do with the moon presence uh, in yeah. Blood War. So like, I think if they had done it more like that and just made that, that half of the fight more robust, I would have enjoyed that more. Cause I was just a little unsatisfied. Cause like the Elden Beast is a great set piece, but it's not a fun fight in my opinion. Like most yeah, beast fights are not good. Too much. Yeah, yeah. It runs away so much. Just in general, like beast fights just don't, reached that same level typically of quality and this yeah. one didn't either so yeah it's cool <laughs> like it's so awesome to hit him like the it's so satisfying to actually like connect hits on him and like the way like his body like pulses with the the, the light like it's so cool but yeah otherwise like it was just kind of a lame beast fight <laughs> for the most <laughs> um yeah i guess yeah i mean i think typically you separate the dragon fights you know away from certain beast fights but the yeah the, the final dragon lord i thought was was an, oh, yeah. was an excellent fight and probably the best dragon fight they've ever done i love um, that fight like again like incredible set piece but also a really good fight i i like that one a lot too yeah uh yeah no i, I think the the radagon thing is probably most comparable to um the the emma and ishin like fire thing from from sekiro where it's just like that's like it's such a cool it, like those those are such like cool fights but like they're they're too short and like you can only you can only do them if you're doing something you know specific with with the story that you don't want to do normally so yeah <laughs> yeah I just wanted a little more there because it's so built up like the of course like the America aspect as well but just like that aesthetic of like the hammer and inside the elder Ur tree like it's just really cool yeah. i just wanted a little more time there because like the first time yeah. i literally just like one shot him i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> of course i was using a very strong weapon at the time but i was like oh okay that's it <laughs> you know so right yeah, yeah. Oh, more of that. um all right so that is sort of the overview on the gameplay aspects we, we've talked a little bit about uh exploration uh, and the experience of that, but is there anything more you want to add about how that feels, uh, like just kind of going around the overworld and finding things and all that kind of stuff? Right. Yeah, I would say I would say overall, it, it mostly um, rewards uh, exploration a lot, which you know is is always a big um, sticking point um, when you create an, an open world game, um, and yeah, especially finding those, you know, finding like kind of story beats and. And, and not, you know, not just like 
direct like NPCs or pieces of dialogue, but just like you know, actually paying attention to the the setting around you and and kind of realize you know what aspects of world building it's it's telling you are are pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I I will say um, that there's probably you know a few too many dungeons <laughs> like those those side the dungeons catacombs, yeah. and caves. Yeah, you really didn't need all those and. It also you can tell by the fact that a lot of the bosses at the end of those towards the end are just you know what if two <laughs> <laughs> what if two are just like a bigger what, what scary if more? yeah <laughs> um, and yeah and that also goes into just the, the overwhelming amount of, of weapons there are in this game like yeah you, you didn't need quite quite that many um, but I will I will always be a stickler um, as way too many people just, you know, automatically throw the, th- you know, complaints for whether it's a game, a movie, or a TV show, or oh, it could have been, you know, it could have been shorter. Me, 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 me. Um, so I, I am always the one where, no, I'd rather, rather be too much than too less, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was that was probably a little unnecessary, and, you know, when in the, with playing these games, you know, you're, you're trained to look in specific, like, corners and and all that to like find the hidden items and so when there's some like parts and edges of the map where like they do that and then there's nothing there and then you're just wasting my time and that that annoys me a little bit but but like overall like the the exploration this in this game was was great and and i had a blast with it yeah just the thing that i look for in an open world game where like you're constantly just finding things that are of interest like it's shocking to me, like, just how much stuff there is to find. Like, just if you just, like, are, like, looking around very thoroughly, like, you will find a ridiculous amount of things, especially at Limgrave. Like, Limgrave is, and I would say Lyernia as well, like, absurdly packed with stuff. Like, it's really fun to just, like, go through it thoroughly and find all these things and to find really fun little storylines, like I was saying. But yeah, I would say there's probably too many catacombs and too many like repeats of the same bosses. Like it gets a little bit much. Like I think it's okay to have that. Like to because really what those are about is like they're of course to get like little upgrades for specific things, but also like they're just like little opportunities to kind of test your build and where you're at. Like that's really the purpose of those mini bosses, and that's fine. Like they don't have to be these these amazingly crafted pieces of the game. Um, mm-hmm. they're just like opportunities to kind of like just continue to test where you currently are at and to get you to know um, what your current status is in the game on set. Like the real like crafted, handcrafted parts are definitely the legacy dungeons. And there's so many good ones there and like they're so big and so detailed. Like that's definitely plenty for me on that front. Um, like a one like fun, unique experience to share, which is that... <laughs> So I, I did something like bad when I first started playing the game. Um, I I took the uh, the um, what's it called like the stone sword key uh, starting gift, and mm-hmm. I went into that grave, which is a specific kind of, of side dungeon <laughs> with like the wheelie boy, like at the very start of the game, which is was incredibly punishing of a choice. So I went in there and I went to all the way to the end at level one with like basic starting gear, and I decided to fight Jeez. that curse rotted. Uh, serpent or whatever they're called like the giant thing that just like flies in the air and just (laughs) shoots fire and explodes and all this stuff like there's like a million of them in the game so i decided for some reason to fight this guy at level one and i and i did it for like two hours just like fighting this (laughs) guy like it was this is not how i'd recommend you play the game but funnily enough because of the fact that this enemy reoccurs so much 
I became like a god of fighting this one enemy. <laughs> so, like every time <laughs> you show up, I'm like, oh yeah, baby, let's go. <laughs> just like <laughs> totally destroy this guy because I just knew his move set perfectly <laughs> compared to everything else. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend doing that, but it's kind of funny given the repeat bosses like that. I just became like the master of killing this one thing. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I had I had I had heard that that particular dungeon <laughs> was obnoxious, you know, and 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 not meant to be done right at the beginning, similar to the the tree sentinel that appears right in front of you. Um, so yeah, I I had heard previously like not to do that right away, so I I, I didn't. I wouldn't um, recommend. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, and yeah, but yeah, it, it is good because yeah, obviously those those things will you know give you uh, the uh, the the flask upgrades too, which is obviously useful. So learning how to fight those, I mean, yeah, mainly it's the big one is just dodge that that annoying ass grab that he does, and otherwise just stay up in his gut as as you do with most <laughs> large monster encounters. That's true. <laughs> um, and yeah, that was that was definitely one where. Uh, you know, I I also like looked up the some of the the pathing in that with the, destroying the the chariot thing, um, where I I found that in a in a in a video or whatever. Those dudes are truly monstrous. Those chariot guys, like they're just yeah. I mean that's right. Yeah, that's the thing with bro. yeah. Any any anything when one shots appear in, in games like this, I I'm just like oh, get this shit out of my face. <laughs> The uh the one in the fire like the lava area oh man that place was brutal <laughs> yeah that was probably one of the places I spent the most time in trying to get through that <laughs> that was tough uh all right um so that's the exploration and we talked uh you know a good amount about the lore and the storylines is there anything more about that aspect that you want to highlight that just the, the actual like story of the game and all that stuff yeah I mean I mean yeah obviously like you know for for my Right, yeah, so I started looking up stuff, so I at least, you know, knew how to, like, follow certain quest lines yeah. um, and all that. Uh, and so, yeah, so I feel like, knowing me, like, obviously I did, did Ronnie's stuff for the, the first playthrough, and that's that's the ending I, I went with. And, yeah, I really, I just, I really enjoyed that whole um, aspect uh, and kind of learning that lore and would definitely, you know, definitely like to, you know, know even more about it and, you know, mis- yeah. mistranslations and the the ending cinematic aside, like I just thought that was, that was really well done and probably my, you know, favorite, um, you know, ending to a dark souls that, that they've like ever done. Um, so that would, that would be the, the highlight for me. Yeah, that was great. I would, I, I kind of already said it, but the process of like finding the three fingers and being cursed kind of by that. And also like finding how that connects to the Millicent story uh, and finding the dragon lord, like that whole sequence of lore and how it ties together, was so satisfying. Especially because all those things are secret things. Like the actual Halic tree is a very much a secret thing that you have to uncover. Um, the the uh, the three fingers area below Lendil is a very secret area, and of course the dragon lord himself is very secret uh, mm-hmm. and hard to find. So like all three pieces of that coming together in that way was so cool to me. So that was my favorite. But... Yeah, the the dragon, you know, I, like I got up to the the end, you know, the boss room for for Malekith. I was like, wait a second, where the fuck is the dragon lord? And yeah. I and I and I legit looked over that, you know, like I've I've played Dark Souls games. I looked over that ledge. I was like, yeah, no, I can't, 
I can't drop down there. I'm going to fucking die. Exactly. <laughs> like, I, I literally looked at it. I was like, nah, I can't drop down there. <laughs> <laughs> and, until, it's like, until I saw someone do it. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously that, that arena is great. Uh, yeah, my... Uh, yeah, the only minor things would be the yeah the the drop down to get the three fingers is unnecessarily difficult. Um, sure, so that that's was, a that true was really platforming dumb. section. Right, yeah, which like these things aren't you can't you can't control your jumps midair like that well enough to make it that hard. Like just do normal drop downs, <laughs> please. <Yeah. laughs> and 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 similar to that, man, the like the. Like not only is is Melania so difficult, but the path to get to her is also really. Oh my goodness! I <laughs> actually think I think the Halleck Tree area is actually too hard. Like it's so yeah, yeah, I, I agree. the amount of enemies and how hard they hit and just how aggressive they are. Like it's just too much. Like I just felt compelled to run through it, which I would prefer not yeah. to because I want to like thoroughly go through it in a very methodical fashion. But I just couldn't because it was just so <laughs> crazy in there. Like it was just nuts. Yeah, I mean you have you like you. The, the the last part to get to to get through the whatever those things are called the the Urtree avatars to get like, to get through yeah. that to that to that grace like no you, you just have like I I jumped over it like I I yeah. found that little path that like led you over it and I literally just jumped over them and ran and then and then got that grace and then cheese and then cheese those guys like and just fired arrows at them from a from afar like and just slowly backed up more and more towards like the grace to just like clear those guys once to like explore the area <laughs> and collect everything before moving on yeah that that was unnecessary <laughs> i'd agree like it's just too much especially that part you're talking about with the earth tree avatar and like a million guys guarding him it's just like yeah why why do we need this <laughs> <too much>. why <laughs> um so yeah, yeah, those would be only things, and yeah, the uh, uh, just one one highlight the the cutscene with putting the the ring on on Ronnie's finger uh, next to like the dead her dead like two fingers that she killed is just is an awesome visual. Absolutely, yeah. Like you say, the cutscenes are sparse, but finding the them and is so cool. Especially like it's this isn't even a cutscene, but like. I was so compelled by the fact that like Latena talks to you when you go into uh, the mountaintop of the giants, and also when you go into the the consecrated snowfield. Like, just like mm-hmm. having that companion on the journey was really cool. Like someone like just kind of like guiding you through that. It was cool. Yeah. Especially because after I got the three fingers, Melina just left, so I didn't have her anymore. Right. Yeah. She fucking <laughs> dips if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, it was nice to have some uh, companionship on the lonely road. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, I think that about does it for the things I wanted to talk about. I know you mentioned the DLC. Uh, is there any particular DLC stuff? You mentioned Mikola, but is there anything else that you'd like to see from DLC? Yeah, I mean, it's it's the, it's those, like, if you're going to do it, like, it's those, it's there, I, there's just two things you need. One is just make another legacy dungeon yeah. um, to do it. And yeah, and then just make Mikola the final boss of it. Like, th- those are my only two requirements of it you know whatever else you want to pepper in there is is fine but i feel like just two sticking points like if you're going to do it it has to include those two things makes sense i think uh a lot of people really want to fight radon at full power is that something that you would enjoy Mm. like a fully prime radon (laughs) i mean i I don't know (laughs) never never really thought about it 
it's, I think people are just really tickled by the fact that Radon, of course, like all his lore, it talks about how badass he is, but also the fact that like he was holding the stars back while being rotted by millennia, like while being driven mad by the rot. He yeah. still was able to hold the stars at bay. Like, just, <laughs> oh, he's so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the gravity magic is is pretty insane. And that yeah, that is a funny tidbit where it's just like you know he 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 he, he liked the horse so much he wanted to keep. <laughs> It's the same horse, so, like, he just, you know, he has gravity magic that takes the weight off of it, so he can still ride the horse. <laughs> it's funny how, like, that one detail just makes him so much more endearing, just, like, he loves his horse so much that he learns. <laughs> yeah. <how> much. <laughs> and yeah. it's a hilarious image, him just riding his little horse. <laughs> but that's what he loves. All right, cool. I think uh, that's that's pretty much all I had to to discuss on Elden Ring. I just wanted to get some of those thoughts out and just talk about the game and crystallize some of my feelings about it. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to add before we wrap up? Um, I don't... I don't believe so. Um, maybe just a random a random recommendation of, uh, of a kind of uh, underknown <laughs> Dark Souls YouTube channel. It's this guy named Zero Lenny who does... Uh, uh, I mean, he ma- he makes kind of like comedic videos out of it, um, okay. but basically he does he does re- he's done runs of of all the games, and he either uses one of two things: the broken sword or a torch only. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so this this fucking guy <laughs> did Melania torch only solo. <laughs> oh my god! So like, give him some like fucking credit. <laughs> it took over a hundred deaths. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, um, it's definitely like an aspect of these games and the community around these games. I really like is that there's just like so many different types of content. Like you can have like obviously the lore people, you can have speedrunners, you can have challenge mode people, and you can also just have like people that just do meme stuff. Like there's just like so many different ways to experience the game, and it's fun to to see all that. So it's definitely a cool thing, and I think this Elden Ring is perfect for all that stuff. Yeah, I, be- I believe he's doing the the DK Bongo run now too. Ah, yes, um, love when so people that's... play play the games with weird weird <laughs> in- instruments. It's one of the best things. So, yeah, that's always that's always a classic. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that is one note I will say for this. Though. I mean, granted, I'm not a huge fan of speedrunners, but the, the speedruns on, on this game are dumb. Stop, like, stop doing that. Well, like, any any like any percent which is like beat the game as fast as possible by any means necessary speedrun is just kind of dumb at this point like they just glitch like so thoroughly um but there's other categories that i imagine will become popular that are more i would say like an actual like game experience than just like glitching and teleporting around and stuff yeah it just seems like it's just it's only you know granted i just i looked it up once and so like yeah youtube algorithm will just throw all these any percents at me um, but yeah, I was actually, I was curious to like, just see it, you know, actually like going through the game. I mean, but yeah, just granted, like granted, it, it, you know, it's happened in, in all the, all the games where, it, you know, it's just all about doing certain glitches and that's, that's never entertaining to me at all. Yeah, it definitely gets like, there, there's like a, a line that's typically crossed for me where like, once they start just like not doing any fighting for the most part, it's just like, okay, so yeah. like the, this whole, this whole thing is just like, can you do the glitch, which I'm okay with glitches in general, but it, it reaches that kind of like. That kind of line where it's like, okay, this is stopped. Right. Being, like, yeah, you, you, see, yeah you still want to actually see them 
like fight bosses rather than just doing the Horfrost stomp over and over again. <laughs> sure, yeah, that's also a thing too. <laughs> the old Horfrost stomp, which I guess is not good anymore, but they just play on an old patch to keep that alive. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, thank you, thank you, Matt, for coming for this. Thank you for making this happen. I just thought it would be fun to have a little Elden Ring discussion, and it certainly was. So, thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening to this. If you want to check out more VOK, you can do so at VOKpodcast.com. You can check us out on all the different social medias, on Twitter, on Facebook, etc. And if you want to come chat with us, the best way to do that is certainly to join us on Discord, which you can find the links to on the social media. Cool. Thank you again, and we'll be back again very soon. Bye-bye.